Welcome back to Seeing God. This is our third episode. We're here with Arian and Emily. How are you guys? Good. Good. Doing great. Yeah. Good. 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 So do you guys want to introduce yourself real briefly? Yeah, sure. So Emily can go first. All right. Sure. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm a sophomore at Franklin High School. And I am a delegate of the St. Clients Next Level team in Somerset, New Jersey. Very nice. Uh, hi, my name is Arian. I am a sophomore at Seton Hall University. Uh, I am going into pre-law, and I graduated from St. Joseph High School in Metuchen. Uh, and over the summer, I was part of the Leaderworks at Faith Justice. Um, so, and now I uh, try to help with my next level um group at st matthias so yeah awesome nice can you tell us a little bit about leaderworks with center for faith justice yeah definitely so leaderworks is pretty much like so we live in a um a community together so i think this time it was like nine of us nice uh, we live in a uh like an old hostel uh, the faith justice like their headquarters um and we sleep and we get to know each other and then every single week, we go out maybe to Trenton or West Virginia or to a middle school, mm. um, and we take high schoolers down. Uh, so for me personally, the only two things that I did was Trenton and middle schoolers, so different middle schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and every single week, we got a different group of high schoolers. So it would rather be like St. Joseph High School in the Touch-In or Mount St. Mary's um, and a combination, and we took them to different service sites and in the morning and then in the afternoon we would connect the service that we did in the morning with our faith and, oh wow uh connected to the whole mantra which is like faith without works is dead mm-hmm. yeah and yeah i had a great time uh and i can call like my fellow leader works probably some of my bestest friends now contact text once in a while so it's great oh that's awesome i love that i love how relationships kind of grow so organically like that mm-hmm. Yeah, so you guys are both from St. Matthias, correct? Yes. Right. So, Emily, did you know Arian pre-Next Level? Um, I did. I knew him a little bit. So um, we had originally gone to the same school. We both went to St. Matthias Elementary School. Mm-hmm. Um, he was um, like four years ahead of me, I want to say. So like when I was in first grade, he was in fifth. Okay. And we had done like choir together sometimes, but we didn't like know know each other. <laughs> yeah. Each other. yeah. Um, and then when he graduated, um, we didn't like see each other like at all really. Mm-hmm. And then we came to um, the the uh, house for the week in Trenton, uh, me and my friend, and we were like, wait, I'm pretty sure that's Arian from Trenton. <laughs> <laughs> we ran up and we said hi, and yeah. So now you guys work together on Next Level with your passion project, right? Do. Yeah, Emily, you want to tell us about that? Uh, sure. So basically our um, our passion project mm-hmm. for our next level is we are working to bring awareness to um, mental health and its importance mm-hmm. to the adults in our parish. Love that. Um, along with providing um, a place for expression for our youth. Um, so we all, we've done things to kind of connect mental health to our faith and how like mental health is found within the Bible. Mm-hmm. And we try to kind of create analogies or create connections between, um, the religion that the adults in our 
um, in our parish, like, know so well. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, well, it seems that mental health isn't, doesn't seem like as, like, important amongst the older people in our parish. Here's why it's important using, like, communication that you know. So we're kind of working to bring awareness to different types of, like, mental illnesses um, and mental disabilities to mm-hmm. the adults in our parish. Love that. I think that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm just curious because you had mentioned that, um, you know, it wasn't, it didn't seem that important to the adults in the parish, right? Was that, so was that like an obstacle that you guys faced Um, or was it just across the board? There was just no interest. So actually funny story, the reason that we picked this uh, topic. So when we did level up in 2020, Mm -hmm. um, when it was just like the individual parishes, Yes. Um, we sent out a survey of um, to uh, St. Matthias that said, what are some issues that you want to see the next level team address? And of course, like looking at like the percentages, there was like 70% was like hunger and mm. there was like helping the elderly and things like that. And we went like, and we scrolled down the list and we saw only like 14% was mental health. Wow. Like only like maybe even less, like, it was like less than like it was like fourteen percent or less thought that mental health needs to be addressed, mm-hmm. and we're like, why is mental health like right. so low like on like the ranking? Um, we're like mental health is like a huge issue, especially now. So we actually went like reverse. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. And we're like, this issue doesn't seem to have the interest of our parish. We're going to show them why it should. Yeah. And we've held um, events and we've talked to adults and. Uh, yeah, that's kind of how our passion project came to be. Wow. I love that. What have you been seeing now that you kind of addressed this topic? Well, once we, like, as we've addressed this topic, and, like, as we, like, appear in, like, masses and things like that, we seem to have more engagement in mm, the wow. issue itself. Mm-hmm. So more, like, parents are, like, talking about, like, the mental health of, like, their kids and things like that. And it's kind of being addressed further, and the message is being expanded. So it seems like, especially now that we've, like, highlighted the issues, um, yeah. where, like, this is an issue, and you can see it, like, within, like, your own family sometimes. Um, people are starting to like see it and see the importance of mental health. So it's really been a change for the better. Yes. Love that. So I had a a couple of questions, but I wanted to, before I forget, um, can you, I know we keep talking about next level. Can you just explain um, to our listeners, you know, what next level is? Sure. Yeah. So basically what next level is, is it's a youth led program that we have within our like individual parishes. So Mm -hmm. the center of faith justice, um, set up like this, um, plan, like, all right, we want to have like our youth, we want to have our youth like stepping up and becoming leaders and kind of like, it's a service experience, but you get to choose what topic and what issue you serve. Mm -hmm. So basically the individual parishes, we all like choose like an issue that we're like passionate about and we are like leading our parish and addressing like the issues. So it's a big youth led organization um, that is spread throughout. I believe it's nine parishes maybe maybe it's more now yep yeah nine yep yeah um and all of our parishes um we all address different issues and um it helps get the youth involved in the church yeah i think it's just beautiful um so i had a question about the cultural piece um so do you think that being catholic does 
does your culture or perhaps even your ethnicity um, impacts that in any way? Um, yeah. So I just came back from retreat and we uh, talked about that a little bit. Uh, and it was about being like a man of Christ in like the time that we are in now. Um, and you see like the culture is not really fitting with uh, my values right now. Yeah. Um, uh, so I think definitely, and you, when you scroll through TikTok and stuff like that and all like <laughs> the social media stuff, you see stuff that, you know, doesn't match with being a Catholic person uh, nowadays. Yeah. Um, so definitely there is, you know, that, um, that clash yeah. between the culture and my religion. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And so I was just curious, right, Arian, you know, again, going back to all these different cultures, you know, was there something in particular that that grounded you? Um, I think finding people that have the same ideals as me, so such as like the campus ministry here on campus. Mm, mm-hmm. um, or I'm part of uh, Sasa, which is like the South Asian uh, community. Um, like Indians mm-hmm. uh, and finding finding those people um, because you know you're not gonna you're not gonna really get along with everyone uh, my aunt exactly says, like, Jesus was the most perfect human being and he even had people that hated him so you can be yeah you know amazing but you know now you're not gonna always get along with everyone so you know finding those people and finding those people that you click with um, will really help you uh, you know, fight those challenges that you go through, uh, through college and all those adversary adversities that you, yeah. you find yourself in. Great. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. And Emily, I just want to bounce you. I guess it's easy for me to relate to you. We're both teenagers. <laughs> in, yeah. We're both sophomores. What keeps you grounded in your faith? Like what helps you stick to your Catholic values? Because you know, obviously, as Arian mentioned, there's a lot of peer pressure and especially just influences from your friends, your family, social media. What helps you stay truly you? Yeah, definitely. So um, I went from St. Matthias, which was um, like everyone was like the same um, like religion to I went I go to Franklin now, which mm-hmm. is a public school. So like there's no like religion classes. Everyone is like kind of like different. So I'm like I'm like looking around and I see like all these different people. Some who like believe in God, some who don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like you do see like a lot of things that don't correlate with your faith. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And like not having like religion class or things like that. So this might sound like corny and everything, but <laughs> it really is like next level and smile, which Absolutely. is the Saint Matthias youth group. Um, it's like those things that like, kind of like remind me about like my religion and those are like where I kind of feel my religion most because um, when you're in like Franklin and you're in public school like they're not allowed to be biased because of how exactly. many different like religions mm, there are right. yeah. so um, yeah it's you don't see like you're not as surrounded by your religion as mm-hmm. like I was in elementary school mm, mm-hmm. yeah. so definitely finding like the people and finding the work that um like helps you stay connected with god yeah um is really like what keeps me grounded and what keeps me like confident in my faith mm-hmm. um because like knowing like the work that i do like is like for god through god yes and mm. it's all like that's why i love service so much is mm-hmm. because you like get to do work 
said for God and through God. And it kind of distracts you from all of like the stigmas that are yes. in high school. Yeah. And I think that also stresses just the importance of youth ministry, like mm. being around those who, you know, have the same values, values of you. Um, it's, we love youth ministry here. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of our whole thing. Wow. But yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I really like that, Emily. It and it kind of goes back to what Aaron was saying, right? Find your people, mm-hmm. right? Um, and just you know, kind of lean on each other. I love that. Um, and so, Aaron, how did um, how did you become involved in youth ministry? Yeah. Um, so, uh, like I've mentioned uh, before, I went to Saint Matthias in uh, Somerset. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I joined children's choir in third grade. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that kind of like kickstarted everything for me. Mm. Uh, that's where I met my best friend over here behind me. Um, <laughs> and I think I've been involved in the church since I was in third grade, really. Yeah. Um, and it's always been like a second home. And when I was going through some uh, hard times when I was a senior, you mm-hmm. know, uh, of course, my friends and my family were there, but really what helped me uh, was God. Mm. Um, and the reason I'm sitting talking to you is because God brought me out of that place. Wow. So, um, Powerful. Yeah. So you said, like, you got involved with the church in third grade, and then as you went through life, you started going through different ministries in the church. What brought you back to mentoring for, um, what is it, for youth ministry? Like, what you what brought you back to the younger part of the church? Yeah. Um, you know, Deacon John, who is our next level uh, coordinator and, you know, head mentor, he says that, you know, the youth is is the church. You mm, know, you see, I love that. you see a lot of times where people say, like, oh, they're too young. They don't know what they're talking about. Um, and a lot in the older generation but the youth has so much to offer for the church, especially with, you know, the times that are changing right now. Um, no, I love that. That sounds really yeah. powerful. Um, Emily, I had a quick question. So I know you had talked about how Arian was, you know, a role model for you, right? And especially, you know, um, towards towards the religious life um, and how he's, you know, involved in th- these different ministries. So did learning from Arian change life at home? Any? I mean, I would say so because, um, like, just the entire week in Trenton did. Mm-hmm. It brought like new like points of view, um, just kind of like around like the world, like just like in like the world around me. Right. Um, like hearing like some of the thoughts coming from like the mentors and coming from Arian. Like I'm like I'm looking around like on like even the car ride home, and I'm like, there's so much here that like couldn't be changed. Yeah. And I brought this up in, like, one of my talks that I did at um, St. Matthias about um, Level Up, about how, like, once you go to that week in Trenton, a lot of things that you thought were important Mm. don't seem as important anymore. Like, especially, like, seeing in, like, soup kitchen, in, like, the soup kitchen, where all all of these people needed were, um, like, to be happy were company and food. Whereas, like, you think, like, oh, you need, like, this or that and this or that just to, like make you smile or something like that it just it made you seem like it made things seem like so much less important so like that just that entire week and hearing like what the mentors had to say kind of like doing 
the same kind of service all summer. It definitely just like changed how I saw things at home. And Emily, I just had a question for you. I have a question for both of you, but um, Arian had mentioned that people always say like the church is the youth, the youth make up the church. It's what keeps it alive. As much as people say that, I feel like nobody really listens to the youth. And as a, a leader youth, you've obviously you're going to come across those challenges, right? Like I have something to say, but people just aren't listening to me. How do you overcome those challenges? And how has Arian helped your team overcome those challenges? Um, yeah, sure. So um, like Arian said, like we did a lot of like kind of like I tried to like volunteer as much as possible. And I do the same like within church. Like I like I canter and I lecture sometimes mm-hmm. and I like do talks in church. So I guess like I just like to prove to the church that like youth, like just because we're younger doesn't mean that like we're not as like wise about our Yes. <laughs> yes. So like, yeah, because a while back, um, not it's actually not that like it wasn't that long ago, but I did um, a talk um, during one of Deacon John's homilies about oh, wow. um, the um, about um, level up, mm-hmm. and I kind of like tried to like, bring up like different like topics about how like mental health was like connecting to like like our faith and to the Bible, mm-hmm. and you have to think the way the adults think in order for them to listen to you. Understood. Like if you're just gonna say like oh like mental health, depression, anxiety, mental disabilities, like blah 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 yada yada yada. Yeah. Like they're too like sometimes I don't want to say they're too blind. But they're they stubborn. Are, like so like focused on like hunger or mm. like the elderly or yes. um, like physical disabilities that like they don't really pay attention to the issues that the youth deal with. Mm-hmm. Yes. So just like having a louder voice uh-huh. um, that like people like have no choice but to listen to, this is what you find important and I'll show you how it connects to what we think is important. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's just a matter of like knowing who you're talking to. Know your audience. And, like giving them something to listen to. Yeah, I feel like it's especially hard with our passion projects because, you know, mental health, it's largely stigmatized, especially amongst older generations. So starting the conversation was hard enough. Now you have to start it in an area where, one, it's heavily stigmatized, it's taboo. Like, it's hard. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, Arian, you mentioned how Father Curry told you that he saw something in you. Can you tell me how valuable those words are to young people? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, yeah. So when I when I talked to him um, and when he told me that I I was I had no self worth. Uh, mm-hmm. I I was going through a pretty hard time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it just it meant a lot. So I wonder for for both Arian and Emily. Um, in moments where your faith is challenged, because oftentimes, you know, it happens, right? Um, what qualities do you see in each other that can help you keep going? Seeing, you know, these fresh new faces, you know, ready to do service Mm. and, you know, excited, especially the next level kids made us realize like why, like why we're, we're, we're doing this because it was hard at some, uh, at some times. Um, I'll, like, answer now. So, something that, like, Arian and all of the mentors really showed, like, all the different ways, like, not all, but some of the best ways to, like, live out your faith, and it provided new motivation for me to keep on living through my faith and why my faith is so important. Wow. 
thanks for sharing that. And so, Arian, what social justice issues do you care about? Uh, <laughs> another big question. Um, I, mean, I bet. The world is pretty messed up hmm. nowadays. And um, so, for example, um, Seen Hall is right on the cusp of South Orange yes. uh, and West Orange. So, if we take a left outside of campus, yeah. we see green grass, beautiful trees, nice houses. And we take a right out of campus, we see trash on the roads, mm. no trees, not, no green grass, broken mm-hmm. down houses. And, uh, it, you know, it makes you wonder, why is that? Why is, yeah. why is gentrification like that? Which leads me to go to my next question is, how does that, you know, tie into your faith? Yeah. So my faith calls me, uh, calls everyone uh, to uh, work for justice, work for peace. Uh, if I knew the Bible better, I could quote a bunch of verses. Hmm. Uh, but, you know, I've definitely read, <laughs> Jesus calls us to be, you know, to love everyone, especially the most vulnerable. Um, so I think my major... Oh, that I picked, that, I, that I'm very passionate about, uh, follows those ideals. Yeah. It's almost as if that seed was planted in you, huh? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. And Emily, what do you think you want to go into in the future? I want to go into, like, political science and, um, like, foreign relations and foreign affairs. Nice. Yes. Big model UN kid, like nice. Because <laughs> like that's like where I want to be mm-hmm. in the future. Mm. I love that. Emily, do you think any like your passions for social justice that you found in your faith? Do you think that influences what you want to be when you grow up? It definitely does, a hundred percent. Because I do definitely believe like the whole faith that works is dead thing. Like you can believe something, you can have faith in something all you want, mm-hmm. but a change isn't going to be made, and you're really not going to be heard until you take that action that you want to see people take. Absolutely, wow. yeah. spoken like a true leader. So, is there anything that you guys would say to just all of our listeners out there covering the content of tonight? My major things are a faith that works is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Make your voice heard and be the action you want to see in the world and just find and surround the people who are going to make you the best version of yourself. Beautiful. Absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> Chills. Wow. Thank you so much for spending your evening with us. Yeah, I appreciate awesome. it. Yeah, great.